Do you want more behind-the-scenes photos? Yeah. How about full, uncensored access? Oh, yeah. Maybe you just want the full VIP treatment? Well, for as little as $1, you can become a loyal Patreon of mine at patreon.com forward slash Trinity the Tuck and enjoy behind-the-scenes photos, videos, and tons more content before everyone else. Plus, there's exclusive merch. Check it out today. Mmm. Hi guys, welcome back to work. I'm your host, Trinity the Tuck, and this episode's special guest is the beautiful Kimora Black. On today's episode, we'll be talking about sisterly scandals, hot topics, and more. Hi guys, it's Trinity the Tuck, and I am back. I took a little bit of time off because I was getting uh, ready for DragCon UK and so many other things. It's just been a whirlwind. I'm so excited that we are back and recording these podcasts and very excited about my guest today, my season nine sister, the one, the only, the other body, Kamora Black. <laughs> Hi, sis. How's it going? Oh my gosh, I am so excited um, to even talk to you. I miss you so much. I know, I miss you so much. It's it's crazy how like, um, you know, we, we get to see each other so much through filming and then um, preparation to the season premiere and then even through the, mm-hmm. the season. And then afterwards, it's just like, because we live on opposite ends of the country um <laughs> we're just we're never around each other and i miss you i i know i miss you so much too and i i you know what it is i do think because we do live on opposite sides of the country that's has a lot to do with it but i mean to the people that think we all hang out all the time we really don't like i, I we really don't but when we do see each other and speak to each other it is like it's like we just saw each other yesterday so i i'm so excited and i've been obviously following you on Instagram. So I've been kind of knowing the Trinity like route. So congratulations if you, I haven't even told you yet. Congratulations on your win, sis. I'm so excited for you. Thank you. Yeah, I know we haven't, like, we really haven't seen each other in a while. <laughs> Let's just get into it. I just want to talk about some of the stuff that's going on with you and some of our memories. Um, first thing is I had so much fun filming with you on Botched. Um, oh my god, yes. That that was such a surprise that they were like, hey, we want you on. And then I was like, well, I'm coming on with my friend Kimora. Um, and so, so how was your experience with that? Did, did you enjoy it as much as I did? I did. I mean, obviously you and me are like super obsessed with the botched world. Um, I like not only botch is like a legendary like show, but to be on there, it's just so surreal to be in front of the doctors and um, just... You know what it is, what I used that platform for was to really um, open up people's eyes that being botched or having issues or, um, you know, it doesn't make you any different than anybody else. So I think it's really cool to for you to go on there and, you know, to put yourself out on the into the world 
of, you know, I think it was, you went for your lips. So um, to tell people that, you know, I don't like my lips. um, I think that's so brave. And I feel like a lot of people can learn from that where like, if there is something wrong with, uh, you know, a body part of yours or, you know, especially from us when we come from a place where we, you know, change our bodies for work or for shows and, you know, stuff like that. Um, to put yourself out there, I think we're super brave people, to be honest. Uh, it, um, it was uh, definitely an experience. What I, One of my highlights of, of filming that was um, you getting examined by the doctors and, and them confirming <laughs> what you have been saying all along, that your cheeks really are real. It's, you know, that topic now has become so popular to people that I'm actually oblivious to it because growing up, I've always had this, you know, my cheekbones and I never knew people wanted cheekbones. Like that to me just never came across my mind. So when people, when, you know, getting off season nine of Drag Race, people are like, your cheeks are done. And I'm like, what are you talking about? They're like, no, they're, they're done. I'm like, they're actually not. So I think it's like a weird compliment in a way because they're so normal. But you know what? To anyone that's listening, it's horrible to have big cheekbones because you're really limited to sunglasses. It's really the truth. Like, <laughs> sunglasses I want and I cannot wear it. That Well, I love your cheekbones. I mean, I've paid a, a lot of money to try to even resemble them. <laughs> but um, So Bush was really fun. Uh, let's talk about a little bit about season nine. I know. So they <laughs> they were so shady with their edit with um, me saying like I'm the body, and then immediately right after they were like they had you come in and you had the bot like all this body, but and they made it out to be like a shady moment, but it wasn't really a shady moment. Like I don't feel like we had any like no shade towards each other at all no i you know what it is i when i was when we saw that when i was just super surprised because i was like okay of course but are we surprised that that's how it's written no i mean um, no but i mean it's, it, it's it's the tv show so so they've got to have exactly. some some drama so i exactly. I, tol- I totally get it but believe it or not i get along with body queens like, I get along with body queens and fishy girls, and I, I get along with them more because, I mean, I can relate to them. So, you know, when I saw you, I was like, yes, Miss Ding, I'm super into your body shape. Like, what the hell did you do? Like, I'm obsessed. Um, and, like, I, you know, my drag, my persona is really, really almost, you know, I love looking like a girl. I love looking fishy. I mean, I don't use the word term fishy anymore because I feel like it's 2020. No one uses that. But, um I, you know, I like to resemble feminality and, you know, being feminine and hot. And that's just like my thing. And you're hot, girl. I love you in drag. You're, you're like, you're so sexy. And I was like, we bonded right away. So, um, so the, to the shade of the show, it didn't work. <laughs> I know. It, but, but it was, it was fun to watch at least, um, them trying to conjure up that drama, which never happened. But, uh-huh. um, <laughs> How do you how do you feel about your run on the show? Like what what um what are your takeaways from season nine? You know, <clears throat> a lot of people tend to ask me that sometimes, and I kind of like hate to kind of go back. To be honest, I hate kind of not like reliving it, but kind of explaining it. Um, just because it wasn't, you know, I was on there for three episodes because only the first episode, no one went home. So like that's you know, it didn't really, really count. But um, I truly think, you know, my, 
my adventures on Drag Race wasn't really what I planned it to be, but I am absolutely so grateful that I was because not only I can keep this on my drag resume, um, it definitely has boosted me in a way of what I wanted, you know? So I was on social media before Drag Race, you know? So I would, I've somewhat had a name for myself already, but I really knew, like, I want to be a part of the Drag Race family. So um, getting on Drag Race and meeting all you guys was super, super comforting. And um, it was sad to see myself go because it wasn't the person that I was than now. So, um, and it sucks to anyone that wants to do t- television. I truly recommend just really, really not letting the cameras get to you and letting anything stand in your way, you know, and being you. Um, I definitely, I didn't go that way. You know, I kind of tried to become someone that I wasn't. Um, so, but honestly, I feel like for me going home second, I'm still on the radar, you know, in which I'm super blessed every day and, you know, thankful that I am. And I think it's because people are really like taking the time to see me and get to know me. Um, so it's, it's pretty awesome. So it's definitely pro and con. I mean, you're, you're so, you're fierce, you're beautiful, you're fierce, you have looks, um, you're such a very talented makeup artist. Of course, you're going to be on the radar. (laughs) Um, I think you're one of the most stunning Rue girls out there. From season nine, um, would you ever do All Stars if they ever asked? Um, that is the question. That's the question. Um, as of now, no. Really? Why, why would you I, not do All-Stars? I wouldn't. Um, I have chosen a path for the past four years, three to four years. And obviously, I do love performing. Drag has always been like an amazing job for me. You know, it's, it's my passion. I'm passionate about it. Um, but for the past three to four years, maybe I have reconnected with myself and re just was like, you know what, what can I do to rebrand Kimura? What can I do next? Cause you know, I live in LA. We don't have one job. So, um, I, before drag race, I have always been a big fan of makeup. I saw myself and doing makeup for people, doing makeup for clients and doing drag and doing, and I was, you know, doing drag was my escape just to wear different makeup. So I literally like three years ago, I found myself again where I am absolutely in love with makeup. So I dress up because of makeup, you know, I dress up with transformation. I dress up because of this versus trying to do the splits in a show, you know, and obviously I still do shows till now. Um, I do have a really, really strong RuPaul's drag race, um, fan base where they do want to see me in shows and I do 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 shows. Um, but to go back on all stars, I feel like I don't have a slight interest in even competing for that. Yeah. Competing. Like I don't think my drag is, is not, I'm not saying it's not competitive. I just don't want to use my drag to compete. Yeah. You, you want to do other avenues. Well, speaking of like your makeup, you have a YouTube channel that's dedicated to makeup tutorials, right? Yes, I do. I do. Um, it's been a passion of mine forever. And to, I mean, I went all full throttle, got my own studio, my studio rent, um, full on like, like I have like three Apple, I like Apple computers in my studio that is full throttle working. I have, um, 
make up、uh, two videos a week, every Tuesday and Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific time.、Um, and I actually, people don't know that I do take requests on what people want to see. You know,、uh, I think a lot of makeup gurus now and a lot of people in makeup, they don't really take requests.、Um, they kind of show what they're great at. And I'm kind of like taking the time to really take what people want to know and learn and really. Putting it out there because I love to teach it and I love to talk about it. So,、um, yeah, it's been a passion of mine. I'm literally in a makeup right now. So, <laughs>、uh, oh, yeah, of course you are. Well, is this, <laughs> is that kind of the route that you're going to start taking? Is you're wanting to be more of an influencer? You're wanting <clears throat> to be more of a, a makeup、uh, artist on YouTube where you do tutorials? Yes, I am.、Work. I,、um, I hate the word influencer because I feel like the word influencer has become so negative. Um, but people don't know that they, everyone's technically an influencer. You know, you influence drag, you influence performance, and you influence whatever you influence. You're putting yourself out there.、Um, but I definitely seen myself as a beauty guru,、um, a beauty,、um, I want to say like just a beauty superhero, you know, like where people can see me at my rawest and see me at my most glamorous. So,、um, and well, there's a lot of money to be made in that bitch. Yes, God. You know, there is.、Um, and I am very, very thankful for every transaction I've had.、Um, it's, it's been a blessing. It's been rough、uh, to getting here, but it's, it's going good. And、um, I have a strong like, fan base that supports it. You know, I've shifted my RuPaul's Drag Race fans into you know, accepting me for beauty. Now,、um, where can they find your YouTube channel? Is it it's under Kimora Black? Yes. So, my、okay. YouTube channel is Kimora Black as it is, spelled as it is.、Um, Perfect. Yeah. Well, what,、um, well, since you've been doing that lately, what are some like, give me like two really good makeup tips that are happening right now that not a lot of people know about? Ooh.、Um, oh, wow. That's a good one. Um... Obviously, you know what? If you're a bronzer like me, I have more than three bronzers. And the way to make it look flawless and to make it look seamless, to make it look almost airbrushed, is you have to have at least three. You can't have one.、Uh, and a lot of people tend to pick like their one favorite bronzer.、Um, and it just looks a hot mess. And I, I've seen it, I've done it, I've learned the hard way, trust me. Uh, where people are like, you know what, your bronzer looks super blotchy. So, what is their tip? I was like, you know what, I have three from light to dark. So,、um, I think that's a really, really good tip,、um, especially living in California. People hear bronze like crazy.、Um, another good tip that I love is lashes. You guys, lashes, the best way to, to literally get your lashes down super fast and the way you want it to be without having the freaking Gia Gun lash is a blow dryer. <laughs> is, a bl- is a blow dryer? A blow dryer. Blow dry that sucker up, and it's literally within not even like 20 seconds, not even 10 seconds. It's perfectly flawless. Not、um, the Gia Gun Lash. <laughs> <laughs> I relate it back to Drag Race because, you know, they know. They, they do、it. know. They Gia knows. Gia We all know. She accepts it. <laughs> <laughs> I live. Well,、um, talking about other shows, are you still doing your Wait What for、uh, Wow Presents? Yes, I am.、Um, I love Wait What.、Uh, we just,、uh, me and Derek just launched season three. We just launched our second episode on Wild Plus.、Um, so if you guys want to watch that, check out Wild Plus on, on an app or you can do it on your Apple TV. 
Um, and, but I do know World of Wonder has been leaking older episodes on YouTube for everyone. And that has been hitting like 500,000 hits and 100,000 hits. So it's doing great. Um, so Wick, explain to the people, the listeners that are listening right now, if they're not familiar with Wait What, what is the concept of that show? So the concept of Wait What, um, producers asked me to, you know, because it literally originated from me not um, not knowing what, what was it on, what's an adjective? There you go. I was like, what's an adjective? <laughs> um, obviously, I knew what an adjective was. But um, for television, it makes sense. So um, Wait What is basically me and my best friend, Derek Berry. Uh, we are given topics every single week where uh, there's a multiple choice question. And um, we basically have to answer it correctly. And But I'm, when I tell you these questions are hard, I'm sorry. I know for sure a lot of people don't know the answers to these questions. Like, it, it's not just like, what's a noun? So um, and the whole point and the whole concept, what I'm trying to do is... Um, just to let people know that it's okay if you don't know. Um, I think people have such a strong opinion on what's if, on like what's stupid and who's stupid that it affects them so much. So my whole point of the show is to just be like, it's okay. Like where if you don't know this answer, it's fine. It's funny. It's television, you know. So I think of it as like Paris and Nicole sitting in class, you know, answering some questions, and obviously it's entertaining where we talk about dicks and balls. You know, yeah. so, <laughs> that's what it is. Well, I live. I w- I've got to um, binge watch this show. Um, <laughs> I I have Wow Plus because I, I downloaded it because I wanted to watch uh, Drag Race UK. So I've got to start watching all of the shows on there. Oh, um, it's so much! It's so good, and it, it's it's gonna it's gone farther than what I predicted. So people are loving it, and it's gonna go farther. Well, I um I want to move on to a category called hot topics. Mm, hot topics. Oh, I love a hot topic moment. Speaking of Wow Plus, the first hot topic is going to be about my new Wow Plus show. Um, we haven't 100% decided on the name. We have several different names that we're uh, tossing out. But um, we I just bought a pageant here in Orlando, which is a regional to National Entertainer of the Year. And uh, WOW Presents Plus is going to follow me through the journey of putting together the pageant, follow some of the contestants behind the scenes, um, and... You're going to get to see all the drama, all of the uh, work that goes into putting on a pageant. And it's going to be, is gang to, that's an awful way to say it. It's going to be <laughs> amazing and so fun. And, I, you know, there's not really been a show around that, like, behind gotcha. the scenes before. So I'm really excited about that. Um, I'm not sure when that's coming out, but we're starting to film that very, very soon. That so. sounds so interesting and cool. Like, I think the pageant world is super intense. Have you ever um, done a pageant? I have never done one, and I've been to one, and it's absolutely insane. Um, when I tell you, I mean, I don't even think the one I went to was probably as insane as the ones you've done. So, uh, you know, but I can just imagine, like, the preparation into it and, the crazy madness and by all means the money that goes down for just what it is. Um, and that's just not even 
the contestants. I'm sure for the pageant itself. So when you're saying you bought the pageant, I'm over here like, uh, how much? (laughs) (laughs) Putting on a pageant is very, very expensive because like we have, um, just for entertainment alone, we have around, uh, close to 10 entertainers that are, that are, that have to be paid girl. They have to be flown in. They have to be put in hotels and um, you got the prize package. You got to rent the the venue. Uh, you have to pay staff. Uh, you have to have. Um, I mean, there's just it's so many things. Judges. Um, I mean, it's 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 crazy what goes into it. And and that's just my end. Like putting together a package to compete is even crazier. So I'm really excited for people to get to see it. Um, And it's going to be something different than what they've been exposed to before. Um, My next hot topic is something I know that you're familiar with since you're becoming a beauty influencer. Um, It's, um, I think it was last week that Nikki Tutorials uh, came out as trans on her channel. Um, yes, it broke the internet. How do you feel about that? What What are your thoughts on it? I was very surprised. And I, I hate to say that because I know a lot of people have said that. Um, but I was surprised. But as a makeup artist, um, I'm not too, too surprised. Uh, just because you guys know we are, it's, it, you know, the makeup world is really dominated by trans and gays and, you know, of, of people with no labels and et cetera. So, um, but I... I'm just so happy for her because um, if you if no one has watched her coming out, I really do recommend you do um, because there is a more messages there than her just coming out. And um, she's very it, eloquent. That's one thing I liked about yes. watching it when I watched it is she's very eloquent. She speaks from the heart. Uh-huh. Um, I, I, I got teary eyed. I got teary eyed because it wasn't just about her coming out. It was about her explaining that. This she's I can hear her speaking for a lot of people that really needed this, you know. So um, for her to explain that this is me and it's only just going to be me. I think it's great. I think it's great that she actually um, had the courage to um, to speak her truth. The the thing that does bother me about what she had to do is that she shouldn't have had to have done that. You know, you know what I mean? Like we're all people and Mm -hmm. people should just leave her alone and let her live her life. um, Exactly. You know, her way she's before anything else, she is Nikki and um, it doesn't matter what gender, what, you know, what, uh, sexual orientation or what, whatever she's, she's a makeup artist that loves makeup and, um, sharing her gift to the world. I and, agree. And what goes on behind closed doors is no one's business or what, what, what it's, is happening with her personally, unless she wants people to know is none of their business. So, but I am glad that, you know, she took back the power from those people that were trying to, uh, use her for use her. financial gain or whatever they were trying to do. Um, she took that power back and did something for the trans community that probably really needed to be needed. It. And yeah, I no, I totally agree with you. I think, you know, by her coming out, it, it definitely, um, shine a light to a lot of people, um, that that doesn't matter what you are or what you've done. Cause I personally did not know. I, I mean, I, 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 it never crossed my mind either. I mean, like yeah, looking at her, I, I, I just was like, I met she, her 
she's just really tall. So, and I was like, oh, she's a tall girl. So, you know, like, I was like, oh, wow. Uh, stunning in person. Um, and by all means, she's literally one of the best makeup artists I know. Uh, her makeup is flawless. It's it's airbrushed. It's flawless. In person, it looks immaculate. Um, and, but what struck me too that, I mean, what stood out to me too was she held it for a secret for 10 years. Like, I don't even think I can hold a secret for me being gay for one year. <laughs> Girl, we like, already know. We, you, we know you can't hold shit in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, like, can you imagine hiding, not hiding, but holding it in for 10 years? That's a chunk of your life. So I'm, I'm really happy that she came out and... I mean, I, her adventures from now on is is going to be just positive, and I know I know she has a good support system. Um, I think she's in LA right now. She's filming Ellen. She's on Ellen today. Yeah, I mean, I, so, I, I I'm happy for her <laughs> that she doesn't have that pressure because that's got to be a lot of pressure to be like, well, you know, when is when are when are people going to find out? When are when is going to be the time? Because she had mentioned she's like, I was just waiting for the right time. I was just waiting for the right time. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's never the right time when you're in the spotlight to yes. break the news of something that is controversial to some people. And um, I'm just I'm just happy for her that she yeah. now doesn't have anything else that's that's, you know, holding her back from 100 well, percent living know, her life. Well, you know, she's in the limelight. So when you come out some way or have a secret of some sort, you can lose you know, to a lot of people, it matters followers or, you know, that is your business that you're dealing with. So when you have such a strong um, confession, it can ruin, it could jeopardize your job. You know, yeah. she is paid. Right. Paid. I mean, like th- that was a risk for her because like it was. endorsements and, and fans, she could have lost a lot. But the what I love to see is I loved that she got so much love on social media from what I saw. And yeah. I'm sure that there's going to be those haters and the, the, the Always. closed-minded people. But you know what? That's with everything that you do. It doesn't, you know, people, no, you can't make everybody like you. So I'm, exactly. I'm just happy for her. I'm ready to talk about some drama. Oh, I love drama. <laughs> I live well, for drama. Well, our next topic is called... Sisterly scandals. Sisterly scandals. Oh my god. Oh, sisters. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, the first one is I don't know. Do you watch Hey Queen? I do. Um. Not like religiously, but I I am familiar. Well, on the latest episode of Hey Queen, uh, their special guest was Monique Hart. Oh, I, uh, oh, okay. That was the latest one. Yes. Uh huh. Um, I didn't watch the whole thing yet because I've been uh, at DragCon UK, but I saw clips of Monique saying that for the finale of All Stars Four, she and I had a conversation about who we thought were the top two, and she, when they announced that she did not make the top two, she had. Seriously contemplating just walking out. And she decided not to because she didn't want to disrespect Rue. And um, which I think is the best decision she made. She made the, the best decision just to, you know, play it out and, and be a good sport. But um, what what would you have done if you were in her position? Do it, Like if you really thought that you should have been in the top two or whatever, would you have walked out or would you have stayed? Or like what, what would you have done? Um... 
I would have stayed for me. Okay. I would have stayed for me. I think when people walk out uh, because of the score or because of the numbers, um, I think that's worse than a sore loser. Yeah. I think that's definitely really worse than being a loser or hard-headed. You know, not for Rue. I, I, I don't. I mean, I get that point that you want to stay for Rue. I get that, but um, you should have stayed for yourself because you've earned this. You should go on stage and look at you know the judges and the honors and Rue in the eye and walk off that stage with your head up high. You know, you've gone farther than hundreds of girls, and for people to walk off, I truly think that's very disrespectful because that's almost in a way of like, well, fuck you, you know. Did you um, watch All Stars 4? I watched it a little bit. Um, I don't really remember, <laughs> to be honest. I don't. I really don't watch the show. As, I don't want that to sound really bad. But I really <laughs> do. I don't okay. watch it because I kind of find out on social media. So I kind of like, oh, okay, I kind of know what's going on. From what you saw of, of the season, who do you think were, were the top two? Personally, um, well, just to go back a little bit, I, I don't like the fan vote. I don't think that matters. I think it's up to the judges. That's how the game... That's As a watcher, as a viewer, that's kind of what I'm expecting. Yeah. Because uh, we'll never know the score. You know? Right. So well, how much... you know? It's just, it just makes it really weird. Um, I personally was voting for you and Naomi. Okay. I, um, obviously, I have a really, like, soft spot for Naomi um, because she was such, like, the baby of her season, you know? And to yeah. see her... Um, become this full-pledged woman drag queen on All-Stars was, like, so delightful to and me. And so polished and, like, yes. the, Naomi, to me, is, like, she went into the season, like, as the most popular girl. Like, like yes. literally. I mean, she's left the season as the most popular girl. It's, it's like, you know, um, if they really wanted to pull uh, the, the viewers... For uh, Naomi. for the winner, they would have picked Naomi to be in the top two. <laughs> My top two for the season, obviously, uh, Manila. If Manila would have made it to the end, I think Manila would have won. Um, if not, for sure, um, myself and Manila would have tied. I, that's that's my belief. But it, but I also view contests. Uh, maybe a little differently than reality TV. I, I exactly. believe, you know, whoever went, whoever does the best should win. Um, but, you know, th- that was a hard decision because the top four um, were really good. All all four of us mm-hmm. were really good and we you know, all had our own strengths. It was definitely, uh, just to go back to all the content. I mean, I, you know, out of the four, those are my top two that I chose. But I think for this All-Stars, the cast was strong. They were strong in many different ways. A lot of, you know, they all had their guns. They all had their shields. They all, they were ready to play. I mean, Manila came out looking for, I mean, I love Manila and she came out looking stunning, you know, and yeah. she's just, she's always in character. She's always ready. She's funny, you know, like there was so much to her that was just, I mean, okay, crown her already. But, um, I mean, it, it was a strong cast and we haven't had an all-stars cast like, that's strong, I think. You know, usually there's like one or two that's like, obviously they're going to win. Um, but it was really kind of hard to know. Um, I love Monet. I think Mon- I met her a few times. Um, Monet is super cool, super funny. I mean, girl, um, she's I got her expect- own TV show. You know, she's got her own right. uh, talk show on um, yeah. uh, YouTube as well. She's, do- she's yeah, doing she's- fabulous. 
she's she's doing the thing and, and it, it's pretty awesome to see what the girls do after and that's what i get more excited about is because i hate a win that you don't do anything with well the um the next drama uh from sisterly scandals that i want to talk about um i'm not sure if you saw this or not uh someone pointed it out to me um from reddit i have a couple of people that help me with this podcast with getting topics this topic came from reddit uh, because I don't, I don't know if I follow this girl on, uh, social media, but, uh, Dax exclamation point made a post. Um, I'm going to pull up the post and I'm going to tell you exactly what she said. Oh, um, red is such a fun place. I mean, they, they love to hate me and I, I they I hate me it, too. So, girl. <laughs> they hate um, me. so Dax exclamation posted, I believe this is on Twitter. Um, she posted to all the girls putting in their audition tapes to quote unquote, the show, I will tell you something. A producer came by my hotel room the night before my elimination and told me that really, uh, and told me something that really stuck with me. If you can't give the soundbite I want, I have 11 girls who will. And then she wrote under that, she said, it means the drag queen's it means that drag queens are replaceable, especially on network TV, especially when they don't have a compelling sob story that can be summarized into re- repeatable paragraphs or act like an ignorant character of a black woman. Um, yeah, she really came hard, bitch. Oh, man, that's a lot. Um, um, <laughs> I... I see several girls make this um, this statement kind of similar on social media. It's it's usually always the girls who don't fare so well on the show, mm-hmm. or or somehow come in bad lighting uh, from the show. Um, but the thing is, is like, what do they think is going to happen? It's 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 a reality show. It's a, in before. Um, you think, oh, it's, you know, a lot of people think, oh, it's a competition. Yeah, it's a competition, but girl, it's produced. It's a TV right. show. They it's- have to make things interesting. Mm-hmm. And what do you think was going to happen when, you know, you, they need you to put on a show? They need you to give them what they something. Need. To, yeah. I mean, um, and, and not, not that it's really produced. Like, I don't remember on season nine or on All Stars a producer coming up to me and saying, I need you to say this. No. But at the same time, just like what we were talking about earlier with the whole, um, I came in saying I'm the body and then they, they went to you walking in as like the body. They do stuff like that to put on a show. And if they didn't, it wouldn't be worth watching. I agree with you. I agree a hundred percent. I think, you know, I had a, I had a conversation with a queen a few nights ago and she was asking me, should I audition for RuPaul's Drag Race? And I, I looked at her. I was like, you not only are trusting what I'm saying. <laughs> um, I gave her this advice. It's television. Do you want to be on TV? That's just kind yeah. of what it is. Um, and I get a lot of girls, and I do agree, a lot of girls that don't are not really in the great light from the show. Um, um 
they do tend to kind of come out of the woodworks and really start to have like these posts on Twitter. And I call them Twitter gangsters. I don't really, I don't go on Twitter unless I'm looking at porn, to be honest. Um, Girl, hello. I cannot open my Twitter in public. I always say, if you're going on television with a hobby of yours, drag or something you're passionate about, get ready. You're signing your life away. You're, you're giving your career your hobby, your look, your attitude, your personality to someone that can obviously do whatever they want with it. Um, That's reality for you. So if you are doing that, if you're okay with it, I think it's going to be fabulous. But if you're not okay with it, I probably wouldn't do it. You know, Um, right. It's television, you guys. And this is not the time for you to go on Twitter and write these paragraphs and say so and so. You know what I mean? List the names, mama. List the names. Because you don't have time to sit here and be like, oh, so and so said this about me and told me to act a certain way. Well, I have stories in my confessions that I've never told anybody that, you know, I should have said yes to. Um, But at the same time, I don't owe that to anyone. Um, I go on on television to have RuPaul's Drag Race as my resume. Uh, part of my resume is legendary. So I think girls need to know that. And baby, if you're from a lost season, this is not the time to really come out now. Why all now? You know, right. like, what inspired you to come out all of a sudden and start talking? But you know what? It's Twitter beef and I don't have time for that. All right. So I want to play a game, something super fun. And it's a new game. Uh, we're starting on uh, the work podcast called Beauty or Beast, and you're perfect for it because you love makeup. So based on these Rue Girls makeup, I want you to tell me if they're beauties or if they're beasts. Oh. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. <for> this. <laughs> oh my this God, is the just shade makeup, is good. Right? Just makeup. That's it. Just makeup. We're not talking about personalities or their okay. looks. We're just talking about makeup, and this is we're this is all just in fun. So all right. uh, nobody get too butt hurt. All right. So um, this is gonna be quick fire. So you just you can't think about it. Just s- say beauty or beast. Okay. <laughs> okay. You ready? Yeah. Easy. Oddly. Beast. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, beast, oh damn! You you had went right out of the gate. <laughs> well, well, why do you think that? Um, She's a beast. I, if you don't look like Kim Kardashian, you're a beast. I'm sorry. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, she has a, definitely a, 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 a very specific a, way of it's painting. It's a specific taste. I do, I do love her persona, but with her makeup, I do need the whole body. It makes it needs the whole package. But if I yeah. was just picturing the makeup in like by itself, I I, I don't know. I don't. I'm, I think it's beast. I do think that since. Like from the start of her being on Drag Race to now, her makeup has definitely improved. Yes, I do agree. Um, I do. But 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 I could totally understand what you're saying. Okay, next up is Pheromone Beauty. Kim Chi Beauty. The Vivian. Who? (gasps) Girl. Oh wait. The Vivian. Sorry, I'm thinking of the states. (laughs) <laughs> the Vivian, what you mean? I, <laughs> I will say beauty. Beauty, definitely. She's, she looks good. Okay, you, uh, you seem like you was questioning there. No, you tottering. the other girl from, like, Chicago. What's her name? Uh, v, uh, Vixen. The Vixen? Yeah, and I was no. like, wait, you said it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, Tyra Sanchez. Beauty. Jay Jolie. Beauty. Oh. 
I think so. She looks like a girl. She looks like a cute little girl, like a little innocent girl going to the grocery store. We're gonna move on. Um, plastic tiara. Oh, beauty. Absolutely beauty. Yes. Uh, silky nutmeg ganache. Beast. <laughs> <laughs> what about silky? Do you think is a beast? Um, you know what? Just going off makeup. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're I'm keeping it real. So next, Roxy Andrews. Oh, beauty. I love her face with her just freaking 903 lashes. <laughs> they are huge. Okay, bag of chips. Who? Bag of chips. I'm just kidding. Why you say that? Uh, beast. She looks like Kennedy <laughs> Brown's mother. Like, really? She does. Oh, She God. does. Somebody's aunt. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shea Kool-Aid. Oh, beauty. I definitely agree. Her makeup has even gotten even better, oh, too, lately. I love her makeup. I think she looks so good. Yeah. Uh, blue Hydrangea. Oh, that's from UK. Um, is that She's always blue, right? I want to say... She I want to say in the middle. Because she's very in the middle. hard. The makeup is very... It, she reminds me of like a Nina Flowers with hair and smaller. You know, like okay. it's strong. It's, it's there. But like, I want to say she's kind of in like a beauty beast. There you go. <laughs> a bleast. A bleast. <laughs> okay, what about Aja? That's a bleast, I will say. Because you know what? That's Aja another bleast. So, like, I think she's so. She's a really good looking guy, and I think she has a lot of masculinity to her. So it, it's like beauty, but it's pretty, and it's kind of manly. I don't know. It's. Oh, okay. Bleasty. Uh, bleast. It's a bleast. Okay. Uh, Bianca Del Rio. Oh, beast. Uh, oh, oh really? God. Yes. If she chased you in the dark, what would you do? Would you, would you want to run? Which if she chased you in the dark, the, Wait, you, are you saying she's like uh, your sleep sleep paralysis demon? I mean, I'm just saying. I like. I'm saying if she chased you, what would you do? I mean, if I was in the dark and I flicked on the lights and I had Bianca saying, "Not today, Satan," <laughs> I would probably like have a heart attack. Oh, me too. But if Plastic <laughs> Tiara said it, you'd be like, oh, hey, sis. Oh, my gosh. Oh, goodness. Okay. Uh, Dusty Ray Bottoms. Beast. Oh. Makeup job. I mean, I, I, lo I love her. I, follow, I love her lives and stuff. But this whole, like, weird dot stuff, it just kind of gives me, like, disease vibes. I don't know why. <laughs> disease vibes? You're not <laughs> feeling the Dusty Ray. Okay. Uh, Derek Barry. Oh, beauty. I mean. Is she... Is she is she blocking her brows now? You know what? She's been really good at it. It's been kind of insane. And I'm telling the truth. I'm not, I sit up close to her. Like, it, it's actually looking really good. You know, like... Okay. It, All it's, right. It's doing it. It's, she's getting there. Naomi Smalls. Oh, beauty. She's beautiful. Super beauty. I mean, are we living for her Fenty photo shoes? Hello? <laughs> I mean, she, she just needs to just... I don't know. Stop, because she's so I stunning. And those... like, give me a calendar. Oh no, Raja. <laughs> oh, beauty, avant-garde beauty. Oh, Raja is like OG gangster. I love her uh -huh. beauty. She's so gorgeous. Uh, Sharon Needles. Oh, beast. <laughs> oh, damn, you didn't even think about oh, that. Beast. She's so scared. Imagine her chasing you. What would you do? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I would making probably. A weird noise. I probably would imagine her chasing me because that seems like something she would do. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know, me and her, I love her face because she has cheekbones too. Um, the last one is Layla McQueen. I would say beauty. Honestly. I, I think her makeup is so good. She, I told her I did a, a week tour with her in the UK. 
and I told her, oh, I told myself, and I also told her, she has one of the best mugs in the business. I'm sorry, I don't really. Her. No, she really, she does. I just saw her at DragCon UK, and her makeup was just seamless, stunning up close. I'm seamless like, and somebody needs to hit me in the face with a frying pan because yes. compared to her, like my makeup is awful. Her makeup is amazing. I I don't really care for the drag part, the Beetlejuice rock star hot topic kind of vibe, but like I do love her face. It's just beautiful like it's just seamless you don't even see like a pore <laughs> right well i think that we need to plan where uh i get my makeup done by you oh baby i would turn you out i know you would i, I mean i know you you're caitlin jenner but let's get you <laughs> let's get you malibu like baby <laughs> <laughs> let's get you looking like kylie you know. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Well, um, I miss you so much. And thank you so much for being on the podcast today. I want to leave you with this quote that my grandmother always told me. If you ain't got nothing nice to say, come sit by me. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, uh, this is Trinity and that's Kamora. And I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye, babies. <laughs>